morning. Good morning. My oh my. Good morning. What can I say? What can I say? Thursday, May 30th, 1927. I just had a flashback. You know, in 27, things were tough. You know what I mean? Back then, you know, you had to stand on line for a loaf of bread. That was my life in 27, you know? I was a stock market broker, and then, you know, I, I almost jumped out a window. You know, the market was crashing. It was just terrible, you know? Let's hope those days don't return, you know what I mean? I tell you, it was rough. Good morning. Thursday, May 30th, 2019. We fast forward almost 100 years, and I'm still here with my lovely, beautiful wife, the woman of my dreams, Amy Tancred. Morning. Hey, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Afternoon. Good morning. Do you love that? Do you like that um, that uh, soliloquy thing that I just did there? Wasn't that very um, artistic in nature? In what way? Maybe I don't understand art. How is that art? Well, I don't know, but I, I guess that you know one of our um, one of our, our themes for today is, is is kind of artistic, I guess. So yes. so you know, I was trying to you know give an artistic you know uh, almost a Renaissance type feeling about you know the twenties is way further than the Renaissance. When was the Renaissance? Which Renaissance? Yeah, I know. There's you know, been a lot of them. There's been a few of them, huh? The Harlem Renaissance, yeah. the French Renaissance, right. the Italian Renaissance. Right. How far are we going back here? Jeez, I don't know. <laughs> I guess maybe to um, the conference at Nicaea, I guess. Thank I don't know. You. What was that, year 300? <laughs> yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, there have been. Hey, everybody. Great to have you here. It's um, My name's Gregory Cachran. Welcome to What's the Point? <laughs> First of all, we've got a great show in store for you today. A great, great show. But before we get to it, to our listener who listens every day, you know, we're going to need more than one listener. If we're gonna <laughs> we really um, should get more than yeah, one Yeah, yeah, we, we really should. Um, let me apologize for yesterday. I, I was very, I, I, I was upset I, I was very angry yesterday. As it turns out, the plumber came in yesterday afternoon. We redid the piping. Um, we put caps in a place where there should have been caps. Okay, there should have been caps between the dishwasher and the exit um, uh, pipe. Do you understand? It should have been capped. Uh-huh. And it wasn't capped, and it should have been capped. Uh-huh. There should have been a cap on there. It should have been capped. Uh-huh. Anyway, we capped it. Yesterday. Okay, so it was pretty good that the plumber came in and he actually re 
did the piping. Yeah, he. That's what I'm saying. Position. He capped it. He 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 built a a, he, a new. He, not only did he unblock whatever was um that whatever could not uh, be blocked, whatever unblocked by obstacles there acid. were. He also explained why we were having recurring issues. Yeah, that was quite interesting. Yeah, yeah, and you know what? It should have been capped. So so what did he do? He capped it. You know, I, I sent an email to our landlord, Arthur. And I was I told them everything. Arthur. I told them everything. You know, these people with these you know what I mean, they can't just be regular, can they? They are regular. You're the irregular one. <laughs> <laughs> and I told them everything. I was like, you know, we've tried different stuff, blah blah blah. I was like, um, I'm gonna call in a plumber. Is there a plumber that you would rather me get? You know what I mean? Or is it okay if I just get any plumber and fix it? He was like Hey, I mean, within five minutes, he responded to my email, okay? Within five minutes, I can't get my, my, any company that I send in a ticket. You can't even send me an email and get it back in five minutes. minutes. Within five minutes, he responds, he's like, oh, eh, hey, can you use your own um, plumber and just take it out of the rent? That's like, I was like, okay. You know, <laughs> and that was the end of it. And that was the end of it. He doesn't care, dude. He's like, whatever. I love that. I love that. To tell you the truth, we we're we're decent people, so we don't push it. No, I'm we sure don't. Sure that if we wanted to push it and really be unreasonable, we he'd could probably be like, okay, just take it out of the rent. Yeah, just repaint the apartment. <laughs> take it out of the rent. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But we don't. We try not to. To take advantage of people. No, we do. We, I'm not, you know, as a matter of fact, you know, I remember one time when the guy was coming to redo the doors in the front of the house and resurfaced and so forth. And yeah, what happened was the doors on our balcony, they got stripped, you know, like the paint was coming off. It was like, and the wood became... Ro- started, started to dry rot. Yeah. And the glass was going to start to come out. to come out. Yeah. So we hired a guy to redo it. And, and, the, guy and the guy gave us a price. Uh-huh. And then the 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 invoice that he start then he started talking about a price that was almost twice as much as the price he gave us. Correct, because the the guy felt like he could try and take advantage of our landlord. Correct. And we were like, no, you can't. Don't be doing that. Yeah. We got your back, son. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. We 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 um we're we're not gonna allow that to happen. Even though it's not our money, it's, it's just the, not it's the right. Principle. That's it's right. right. You know, we live here, and this is our home. Correct. And we're going to treat this place like we it's treat like our it, home. Like it, because it is like our it home. Is. That's Just right. Just because we're renting it doesn't mean I'm not going to to make, to keep to it. To make the, the necessary. To have respect for it. Changes that are necessary to be made. The upgrades that have to be done. Correct. The Just maintenance like that has to be done. for the house that we bought, I have a respect for the place that I live in. Right. That's all. I agree. Sudden, and it worked out well, and I think we had a, a decent plumber. Yes. And he came in, he looked at it. He was on time. Yeah, he was on time. Yeah. And I was, what, was he Catalan, Spanish? Catalan. He seemed like Swedish. He seemed weird. He, he seemed from. He's a Catalan. He was a Catalan? Yeah. Okay, well, he came, I mean, he must have been downstairs waiting to ring the bell at the time. Because he's on no way. the button. <laughs> He yeah. came in. He had to be parked waiting. Okay, I did the appointments at, I think it was 3.30? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's at 3.30. You know, he waited until, he was. He had his finger on the buzzer. <laughs> and 3.30. 30. <laughs> yep. I was how, like, wow. Yeah. And he came in, we showed him, he was like, he knew exactly what it mm-hmm. was. He was like, this is what you need to do. I'm going to unblock it, um, redo the piping. Mm-hmm. It's going to be 
uh, this amount of price, and that's it. And he was done within 20 minutes. Right? Yeah, about that. Yep. No pasta nada. And off he went. And he gave us a two-month uh, guarantee on any... If he has to come back. If he has to come back, it's free. Fair. That was so lovely. And the price, it didn't seem like it was gouged. No, it didn't. Because it was an emergency. It was the same day. I called yeah. him. He was here within two hours. Correct. You know, a plumber comes to your house within two hours. They charge you at least $500. Yeah. It was a good deal. It was very, it worked out huh? very, it worked out very well. Huh? It worked out well. <laughs> anyway, the, the, the point of what I'm saying is I apologize, Amy. I, I, I don't take back all the wonderful things I said about you. I, I, I believe in you. I believe in us. It's a, where I, you are everything to this family. And it was a terrible, terrible you know, I, I was angry. I was I was upset. And that's uh, no excuse, okay? That and, is no and excuse. No, it, it to is say no, bad no that's true. It was no excuse. To say bad things. That was ve- that's very true. And and I can tell you that I can absolutely guarantee that I am not sure if I will ever do that again. <laughs> Okay. You're not sure. You're no problem. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you're just not sure. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you've known me for a long time. I don't know what is going to come. You know, I don't know what's going to come out, what's going to regurgitate from, nice. from my mentality. But but whatever it does, believe me, it's, 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 I don't mean it. And, and I'm, I'm very sorry for, for saying Anything that was mean, that was directed towards you, I did not mean it. I'm very sorry. No problem. I didn't. I didn't take it as anything. I mean, I I believe that. Uh, you know, you've been with me for almost twenty years now. Yes. And I I think you know me pretty good by now. Yep. So um, you know. Yeah, I didn't take any. I don't take any offense. Yeah, you know, we've been together what an average of twenty two hours a day. For almost 20 years. Correct. So, I mean, you know, you get to know somebody pretty good having spent that amount of time with them. So, uh, and believe me, all I, all I want out of life is, is more time to spend with you. Aww. Okay. Enough of the, uh, enough of my apologies. Okay, that's it. Okay, that's it. That's wiped. God, I wiped that slate clean. Okay, done. You're starting from scratch, and I can start to screw up all over again. (laughs) Okay, but I'm glad that all worked out. It 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 did, and um and and you know I I I think that that I think that hopefully that will kind of end our drainage issues. Let's hope so. We'll see. I mean, there's no guarantees in life, but we'll see what happens. All right. Um, Sorry about that. What the <laughs> hell is going on? Is that our new sponsor? Because no, 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 no. we're supposed to have, I heard we're supposed to have a new sponsor. That was my phone. It just started, started talking and running something. I apologize for that. You know, that's, you know, what's the point? <laughs> our, <laughs> our podcast we continue to raise the stakes uh-huh. of unprofessionality. Nice. 
like I said, professionalism is overrated. Yeah, I guess You know it what is. professionalism gets you? What? Muller. Yes. That's what profe- professional, being overly concerned about professionalism yes. and these things gets you Muller, and the person who doesn't care gives you Trump. Yes. All right, so who's going to win? Let's see in this battle of who's Mueller versus win? Trump who's going to win. Well, we already, know, we already know who won. I think Trump and the Trump campaign won this fight. Oh, absolutely. Two years for nothing. Yes. For nothing. Now, okay, no, not nothing. A lot of people were arrested and blah, yeah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. But the top cap that they were trying to get is, is sitting there in the Oval Office, in the Oval Office, mm-hmm. You know, talking to Putin on speed dial mm-hmm. and And nothing. he feels like the pressure's off. And it is off. Yeah. He blew it. Yeah, he Mueller did. blew it. Now he's going to try. Okay, Mueller. Now he's her. trying to make the Democratic Party kind of do what he should have done all along. Correct. Now, I don't know if you guys know what we're talking about. Mueller, who was in, Robert Mueller, who was investigating President Trump, Trump to see if Trump's campaign during the election had any collusion or was working with the with the Russian to government win. to get to elected as Correct. president of the United States in mm-hmm. 2016. Which obviously they did. Obviously they it's did. It's obvious. He, you got all of the people around him that are going to jail, all in the people around years, him that are being fined. Years, Mueller's group, they've indicted like 36 people. Jail sentences, fines. Eight, seven or eight was have found gone to jail or took a plea deal. Yeah. And there was one that was found guilty in court and the rest is And the rest and, and some of them are in us are being turned over to federal prosecutors in the states of their um of their okay. violation this, of their fi- you, you of the, understand yeah. what I mean? So 36 people around Donald Trump was arrested through this mm-hmm. investigation. And now Trump uh, Mueller is going to come out with with this very confusing double, yeah, double speed, negatives. Double negatives. I well, did not. Can... I did not. Not say that he what? did not. Not do it. What, dude? Yeah, be clear. It was did terrible. he or didn't he? Yes terrible. or no? Well, I didn't ex- exonerate him, and I didn't say that he. I did not say that he wasn't a criminal. What? I what know. the hell are you talking I about? Know. Like two years for this confusing ass shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then as soon as they get it. The Trump administration and the Trump and the people, the person that Trump appointed at the Department of Justice mm-hmm. is going to start whiting out three quarters yeah, of the report. Redact- redacting about, the report. Well, Mueller said there was no collusion. Case closed. Done. What? Yeah. And then now Mueller is going to be upset about the way that his report is being represented. He's an and idiot. And then he's going to come on TV and still say, well, I did not say he was He's guilty. an idiot. What? the hell are you saying? He's an idiot. I mean, I know. He's a Boy Scout. He's a Cub Scout. I know. He's not even a Boy Scout. He's a Cub Scout. Look, I'm, I can understand what people are saying, and I understand what he's trying to get at, yeah. but the point is that we ain't trying to get at nothing. Say what you mean and mean what you say. Yeah. It's simple. This is, a, this is not no. a time for, you know, Clues th- this and is, uh, this Wink. is, Wink. He's trying to act like, you know, this is a time when Nancy Pelosi was 36 years old. You know what I'm saying? This what is, do you mean? Uh, you know, years ago, this report would have shook the country. Okay. Now, in today's society, it doesn't mean anything. No, not you unless gotta, he said something. You got to bang people over the head with a two-by-four these days. Do you understand? Boing! 
this. That's the only way to get through to them. And you have to be definite and you have to say it. Because and as soon as you're, you're not as definite, somebody's going to take spin it, it and spin it some way. And, and Lord knows the Republicans are spin, spinners. They, they've, done it for, they've been doing it forever. And doesn't he recognize they're, that? They're worse than spinners. They're, they're, they, they're, lie. they lie. But, they're, but the, at the very least, they're going to spin this into another one of their lies. Exactly. And it was so, a big mistake. So for him to be, to not, for Mueller to not be clear, for Mueller to not be definitive. And I hear people talking about, oh, well, he couldn't this, he could, he could have done whatever he of wanted. Course. Why doesn't he do it? And then if it gets sent back, it gets sent back. Do you understand what I mean? Yes. What if he did it? Like, look at these states passing um, these heartbeat bills around um, the United States. The way I saw it, you couldn't do that. But guess what? They did. And now they're waiting to be challenged. Because you know what? It's been done. Correct. You know, you would think that he would see, oh, can you, you can't stop all Muslims for from from landing in America. Well, you know what? He did it. Correct. And then it had to be sent had to back. be stopped. It had to be um uh, re- the, so a court order had to stop it. You can't um um take kids away from their parents at the border. Well, you know what? They, they did. did. And they still are. That's you understand right. what I mean? So this idea that you can't this and you can't that is bull. You can't house um, uh, people who have been um, captured as, uh, as that you have been knocking down doors, going to their homes and, and capturing them uh, as illegal immigrants and, and put them under a bridge <laughs> to live under a bridge behind a gate. You can't do that. Well, you know oh, yes, did. we can. Oh, you can't stop people on the streets of this is America. You can't stop people on the streets and ask for their their papers. Where's your papers? Si se puede. This isn't, this isn't Germany in the 30s. This is America. You si can't se puede. Si se puede. But you know what they do? Yes, and we they can. Have, and they continue to. And you know what? This idea of of being handcuffed by non-existent rules. Yeah, it's not even a law. There's no law that says you can't indict a sitting president. He could have done it. And he, it, it would have been setting precedent, but Jesus Christ, this is the time to set precedent set if precedent, precedent. every day. Thank you. So for you to be scared to do that, what the hell is wrong with you? They should have never put you in, 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 the, in, the, in the head. And I noticed Democratic people around the country have been waiting for him. Yep. Had, there was such high hopes for yep. him. He was supposed to be the great white hope. Yep. And you know what? You failed, Mueller. You failed. You failed people. You know what? Trump's probably going to arrest him now. <laughs> yeah, for treason. I hope he does. You know what? F him. Yeah, I hope he does. Come correct or don't correct, come, come at all. Because you there know you what? Go. This is some serious times. And you could have made a difference. Yeah, he could have been. He could have put his name down in history. He could have made a difference. He could have been uh, the guy. He could have been Superman. It. He could have saved America. He could have started it. Yeah. But he didn't. He failed. Like Bill Maher said, that we they we, we wanted Superman and we got Clark Kent. Mm-hmm. You know. You know, this is the when you when they look back, this was gonna this is gonna be a big moment mm-hmm. when when Mueller and I don't know who he's working for, but when he just he just totally failed. Yes, this he did. was a total failure. 
Yes, it was. This was such a huge failure. Mueller's report, the whole buildup, all this stuff was such a big failure that Trump and the Republicans are shocked at yeah, how they really much of are. a failure. They were gearing thing. up for a big fight. They were ready to fight this. <clears throat> they were ready to spin the what they know to be the truth. They were ready to battle this and stuff like that. And they don't even have to do that anymore because he didn't. I am not taking this job for any less than 65000 That's what I have to have. 65000 uh, uh, 60000 uh, No. 62000 that's, that's, um, No. What's that movie? Uh, what is it? Some defending, defending Your Life. Defending Your Life. When, um, and he walked, and he's practicing, and he's practicing, and he with walked. With his wife. That's right. he's going into an interview job for interview. a job. 63000 I Let me make this clear to you. I cannot... Take this job for less than sixty-five thousand. The next day, he goes to the interview. He's sitting in front of his new boss. Daniel, we'd like to offer you fifty-six thousand dollars. I'll take it. I mean, <laughs> he didn't even take a breath. Okay. Let me get you a parking. The space. guy was embarrassed for him. Yep. And you know what? That's what it is. I think the Trump administration, the Trump campaign... They were geared up for, for they, a fight. They, are, they were ready to go. They are so shocked right now that this was too easy. They yeah, it can't was. believe yeah. it. You know what I'm They're saying? They're happy and disappointed at, at the, the same, same time. They had all their best material ready. Yeah, they were ready. You know how many people they paid to yeah. get this ready? You know how many people what had a, to read law books? What a waste. It was a waste of time. And that's what I'm saying. He going to come after Mueller for wasting everybody's time. Yes. It was a failure. Mueller, you're a failure. I'm sorry. You're a failure. I'm not sorry. He's a damn failure. He's He has done great damage. When you has. think of the people who have done damage to America, um, Trump, of course, and Mueller, and now and Mueller's going to be up on that and list. And now he's trying to defend his report. Oh, get out of here, dude! Ain't nobody trying to get out of here, son. You're done. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Just go. Poppy. Yeah, go away. He's resigning his post. Go yeah. away. Yeah. Nobody wants to. You had your chance to wasted speak. Two nobody years. wants to hear anything you have to say. He wasted two years, and I know. Yeah. Democratic people and liberals are like, you know, well, he couldn't this. He could. Oh, he could. Bullshit. He could have. That's right. See what it is in front of you. Stop jerking off. He could have done anything he He wanted wanted to to. do. That's right. But he didn't because he's, I don't know what he is. I don't know. He's a Cub Scout. I'm telling you. So what? He's not a Boy Scout. Here, you can take this. He's not a Boy Scout. He's a Cub Scout. You can take, I said you can take this. I wouldn't de- deface the name of the Cub Scouts Ooh, like that, nice. okay? Because if I was a Cub Scout, I'd be offended. Um, I'm gonna actually, um, I'm gonna have a sip of this Jameson because I'm so upset. And you know that usually <laughs> I do not drink during these podcasts because well, it's in the morning. It's the first thing in the morning. <laughs> Who in the right mind drinks whiskey first thing in the morning before breakfast? Nobody does that. <laughs> Only when you're upset. Only mm-hmm. when you're upset. And I'm upset daily. Unbelievable. You know what I mean? Well, uh, I'd like to say something. You know. Mm-hmm. We at at the at at the uh, the company uh, end of um, of a year uh, uh, meeting. You know what I mean? 
Okay. We'd just like to say that everyone has done a fine job this year. Except for Mueller! <laughs> Who? <laughs> Mueller! <laughs> I'm going to tell you. You know, it, it's, it, it's so Mueller. aggravating. Mueller. <laughs> Mueller. Oh, God. I, I just can't. I... Anyway, enough of him. It's over. You know, there's not, you know, I would love to talk more about it, but it's over. Yeah, and anybody who still has hope. It's over. Mueller. Quit it. You, you, forget you, it. You, it's you over. See the truth. The, and and forget the Democratic Party doing anything. They're 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 playing the long game, and they're going to gear up for twenty twenty and hopefully win the election. I think they will. I think that Trump is out. But let's you know, hope, let's hope so. Yeah, I really do. I'll be surprised if he's not out. I was surprised when he came you know, in in the I, first. I was a little bit, but when I saw how the day was going, I wasn't surprised that he won at the end. Oh, please. That's at the end. Yeah, no, please. That's silly. Everybody was surprised that he won, I including him. I Come felt, on. I felt the same way I felt during um, Bush 2. You felt that at the inauguration. You didn't feel that when people were voting. Everybody knew he was going to be. Don't, don't change. I knew. Don't I'm, change your thoughts two, three years later. Come I, on. Be honest. I when knew. He got, you didn't when know I, he listen, was going to be elected. Listen, no, I did not. I'm not saying that, but what I'm, I'm, I'm saying that if, if when we left uh, um, and came to Barcelona in the late spring of 2016, Barack Obama was still president, and I knew that Hillary Clinton was going to be the next president of the United States. Mm-hmm. On, on election day... I knew Hillary Clinton. Did you really? Yes, you didn't I have did. any doubt. No. No. Okay. You tell me. You're telling me. You're come on. Now we're gonna be honest. Okay. Let me calm down. Let me try to you're let me try to think don't back. Don't change your emotions today because you right. see what's going on. Right. There is no way you thought that Donald Trump would be elected president of the United States I did of, not. Mer of no. America. No, no, I did 60 not. Million no, I did. Three voters who freely go into that, that booth and pull a lever. No way can you tell no, me I did not. that on election day in 2016 I, that I thought you believed that I'm sorry, not 60 million, 130 million people were going to go into that to that um um voting booth of their own free will. Right. And almost 60 million Americans were going to pull the lever for, Trump. for Donald Trump. Correct. No No, I did way. not. No, I didn't no think that. No way did anyone believe that he that he would have won. I mean, no. it was an it's an impossibility. You know what it, it you, 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 you know what it was and this is what it was. I knew I felt, I didn't know anything, I felt that Hillary Clinton was not getting people to come out and vote. Look. I felt that. Wait, wait, let me finish what I'm saying. I felt that. I felt that she was uninspiring and would not, um, oh, forget it. 
All right, never mind. <laughs> what? And Why was, did you I didn't that? think she would inspire people to come out. And that's the only reason she lost was because even though 60 million people voted for Trump, I can't believe that 60 million Americans voted for Trump for president. I'll tell you I can't what believe it. I'll tell you what I, I can't believe it. Even, and, and the fact is that a lot of people stayed home that day. Look. They did not vote for Hillary Clinton. Look. And these are people who would who would have... See, you're saying no, and, and it's true. Everybody knows by turnout that a lot of people that usually vote did not come out, and that's why Trump won. Okay. So the vote count was down. Correct. All right. And now, she still won the popular vote. Oh, here we go. Here's what I'm saying. Memories is a funny thing. Yes, it is. Okay. I read, I was watching documentaries and so forth. I watch a lot of, I, I'm actually surprised at myself with the amount of documentaries I watch now. And one of the documentaries, I love memory and mind stuff, time and stuff like that, you know, stuff of the body and the brain. And there's still a lot of things we don't know. But what scientists have found out is that memory is not constant. Correct. You and everyone and me, we change our memories. Our memories is what happens. It happens, right? An activity happens, and then it is our brain files that memory away into almost like a file cabinet. So when right. you go and try to remember what happened, you have to, your brain has to then catalog and then find that memory. Right. But something interesting happens. When that memory comes back, right. it's changed. Let me tell you something. And so, let me finish. Okay, go on. So when you recall a memory, right. it is changed. Every time you recall that memory, it's mm -hmm. changed. And so you never know. What do you mean it's changed? What you remember changes. It's not what happens. Your memories are My affected. memories are exactly <laughs> as they were. Let now, me tell you something. Now now listen to me. Your memories change by what you currently no, feel. No, that's not true. That is not that is absolutely not true. Now look, we have a child, right? We have two children actually. Did you forget? <laughs> oh, 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 we do. <laughs> have a child. Really? <laughs> one of them gonna be pissed off when you hear that, when they hear that. Which one? Which child did we have? Because the other one's gonna have your ass. What you mean? Or what are you saying? You know? Mem Come at you. Mem on. Memories never change. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go on. Go on. So what I'm saying is that don't be the Monday morning quarterback. You, you gotta tell the truth. Don't be the know it all and knew it no, all. No, no, no. That's Let not. That something. is not my intent Nobody here. Nobody knew, and I'm gonna tell you something. Nobody. No, knew I did so not badly. know. No one knew so much that when Trump saw that he won, he, he was, was surprised. Pissed. No, not only was he surprised, he, he was, was yeah, pissed. Yeah, he didn't he want the job. He was pissed that night. You know, when Trump, his wife, his sons. And everybody was, and his kids, and everybody was looking on. They couldn't believe the results. And they should have been happy. And he was not. No, he wasn't. The campaign was sullen. Because yeah. they couldn't believe the American people were so freaking crazy 
that they, that would, they vote would vote them that they would into vote for him he for president. He never believed it. No, he he didn't. thought he was a joke. Do you yes. understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So if he thought he was a joke, how could anybody believe that he would have won? Right. And I don't think he did. I definitely think there was cheating. And I don't yes. and I think that I think the voting machines were rigged. I do too. I think they still are. And and I think that um, there's a lot of states that are talking about going to paper ballots because they have because they believe evidence. that the, the no, they don't believe they have evidence that that the voting that machines the, are hacked. Russians hacked their voting machines that came out in Florida mm-hmm. and another state. I think Georgia out, that they came out and said that yes, they have that their security was compromised doing voting and stuff like that. I mean, mm-hmm. this has happened. It's it's come out about probably about a month ago. So, no, I don't believe he won. I believe that the Russians cheated and hacked voting machines on in for the benefit we, of Trump. Oh. But I don't think that Donald Trump went to Putin and said, hey, I want to win the election. Because you know what? I don't think he did. You understand? I think he was placed there by Russian intelligence. I think that they, I think Russian intelligence went and they hacked American voting machines to change votes or what have you to put Trump in. Now, really? I guess that's what Mueller was um, investigating. Did Donald Trump know what was happening and the, the, the gifts he was getting in the election for his win? Like, I don't think he did. Do you understand? I don't think that him and Putin were planning this or him and Russian intelligence were planning this. Right. You understand what I mean? Yeah, he wasn't in on it. They just gave it to him. They just gave it to him because he was an idiot and they felt like they can get what they want for him. You know what I mean? Yeah, they knew him. His stupidness and his ignorance. Now he's a made man. Correct. His ignorance, you know what I mean? I guess. They were like, it would be great if we could get him in the White House because the guy's a goddamn moron and we can do whatever we want with him. So, in essence, and I guess that's what Mueller is saying, that the Russians did all of these things on for Trump's behalf, but Trump didn't ask them to do that. That's what the, the Mueller reports is saying. They did this. Russia did this. And there were people in Trump's campaign that worked with Russia. Can, can I just but say... But Trump himself was too... Stupid yes. to work with Russia. Correct, correct. But he just got the benefit. Can I just tell you, say something? Russia is nothing. Russia's a, a, a very small country with a, um, a GDP the size of Italy. You know, people have, have Russia built up like it's a superpower, like it's this, like it's that. Russia's a bloated pig, for Christ's sake. Do you understand what I'm saying? There's no, there's nothing there. This, this, they're old. They are the emperor walking with no clothes and everybody saying, oh, what a beautiful garment the emperor has. Do you understand what I'm telling you? The yes, GDP of Italy is bigger than the GDP of Russia. I understand. However, because of the way society and technology is right now, that country can, can set things up and make a difference. I it think anyone. Fight. I think anyone who who wanted to could. Yes, but they're the ones that decided to. Yeah. You know. You, like can you they said, fight? Can they fight? What? What? Are, who? Who? Who has Russia fought since World War Two? 
The only thing they tried to do was fight in Afghanistan. They got their asses kicked, and, and then we went in there. Don't be like Mueller, Greg. You know why? Well. The world has changed. The fight is different. The fight is not on a freaking battlefield right. anymore. Gotcha. The fight is for the hearts and minds. Yeah. The fight is for the manipulation of a bunch of people, and it's so easy right now. See, Russia doesn't need an army of soldiers right. to change the world anymore. There you go. There you go. They have an army of social media fighters. Like, I even see people who are like, um, oh, you know, with uh, Korea. Or with um, Iran, they're like, you know, Iran is a is a real uh, threat. You know, they're going to be bombing us. You know, it's like, what are you talking about? That's why this it's is media. insane. The, they, Iran's not going to be bombing America. What are you crazy? America is trying to to pick a fight with you know the 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 big guy in the in the playground picking a fight with 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 the smaller guy in the playground but how do you change people's minds without even loading a gun you do it through the media yeah. and they, you don't need a lot of money mm. you don't need a lot of bodies you don't have to kill people yeah. but you can use digital means to manipulate millions it's of unbelievable people it's unbelievable very easily so yes so they now are Americans are walking around acting like Iran is a threat to Correct, the United States. They were told it's that. insane. And I was thinking, they, you know what they, you know what their navy consists of? Speedboats, little speedboats with rockets uh, and and machine guns attached to them. But it doesn't matter what the truth is. Rockets that can't even if they hit a a destroyer head on, they wouldn't even do a, 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 hardly any damage to it. But it doesn't it. matter what the truth is. It matters what people believe. Yeah. Damn shame. It's easy for to manipulate what people believe yeah. in an, in a world where no, everyone true. has a phone and has social yeah. media accounts and anybody can put up a blog mm -hmm. and say anything. I was reading about this abortion thing and this and I was like, wow, it just it just crushed me because it was after one of these heartbeat bills and I had to unfriend her, but she was on Facebook and this person is spreading this. And if you are not careful, you will believe it. It was a link to a website. Yeah, she was a friend of yours, wasn't yeah, she? Yeah, she was a friend of mine. A fellow, fellow writer? A writer. Yeah. And, and she... Fellow author. Author. And she was sharing all this, like, pro-life message, yeah. pro-heartbeat, like, anti-abortion bills. And one of the... the, the blogs that she shared it was such it was a lie what did they say i think the blog talked about how um abortion clinics are there just for the money and um it you know um oh my goodness okay they do abortions like um like a factory where one doctor goes into room after room after room and sucks out the baby you know a baby and right. kills it and then um, Some of them are, are born, are kind of like born. They they decide whether whether they're gonna kill it or not. Yeah, and that um, what was it that you know? And then they started talking about you know sexual education and 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 learning about your bodies and stuff is wrong because then Planned Parenthood give these kids low dose um, low dose 
birth control that doesn't work and then they get pregnant and then they get an abortion like this whole conspiracy theory and I'm like what you know and I mean if you don't know you'll believe that and then you'll believe that you know these people do you understand what I'm saying and that's why people are like you know 50% of women believe that you know and abortion should be um, illegal and this and that yeah because this is the type of stuff that they're getting fed you understand? This is how people change their minds. This is how you manipulate people. doesn't matter what the truth is. Right. And it's so easy right now. 50 years ago, when you needed um, newspaper editors to, to be able to approve things to be printed, when you needed people to approve, you know what I mean? When there were gatekeepers, this misinformation was not spread. But now, it's a free-for-all. So anybody can write... Any guy with a with a... Yeah, with a uh, keyboard on his phone and an uh, internet connection. They can write Say anything they anything want. Anything, and people will believe it. And so that's why people are so easily manipulated right now. So, yes, Russia might be not this and not that and GDP and stuff, but if they're going to put, I don't know, $2 billion into a digital warfare against the American public, mm-hmm. they're going to get far. Yeah. And and there was a report that came out like last week. Can you can you um verify that the voting machines um uh uh Florida, yeah give us give week. us give us the article tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. And um there we'll was talk about article it. Article that came out and said that Russia Russian intelligence um was on a concerted effort to spread racial discord in America. Like they wanted the American people to have racial issues and to fight amongst themselves. Right. They, they, they put flames and they, they put gasoline on that fire. You know what I mean? So what does this mean? In, in private groups, they're going to be talking about black people raping white women. You know, they're going to be showing... And, and people will believe this. They are being manipulated. And it doesn't take a lot of money and I'm like, you know, this is a war that's being fought digitally that a lot of people don't know that they're in a war. Do you understand what I mean? Correct. This is an attack to get Correct. the people of the United States to hate each other and to fight each other and to distrust each other. And what does that do? That'll allow an outside force to come in and manipulate things and do the things that they want to do. Unbelievable. But ain't nobody listening. No, no one's listening. No one wants to hear that. Mm-mm. They'd rather hear the terribleness, the the sensationalism of something crazy terrible. And we're predisposed to to reading the crazy stuff. Yeah, they love it. Mm. Yeah. Kim Kardashian's going to law school, by the way. That's the and last she's I heard. A lot of prisoners who were wrongly accused. Yeah, yeah. Really? You know how many people out there are working on this every day for years and years and years, and they're mm. going to highlight Kim Kardashian? Like, really? Mm. Whatever. It's, it's unbelievable. But you know what? Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm accepting the Republican Party and Donald Trump for 2020. You know, I think that, uh, that, uh, I think that, that um, uh, black Americans should give uh, Trump a chance, you know? I'm learning how to tap dance myself, <laughs> okay? And that's what it would be. You better get, get in your place. 
You know, they they really, you know, this is, this is, what a mess. I just don't know. And then let's go on to, to the, the, um, the lead story. How, how much, what are we on time on this? Half an hour. Oh, man. Oh, man. Um, I, I, you know, I, I just don't see personally how the country's going to come back from this. I think that things have, have really, the band-aid's been torn off. You can't go back. And that's what I'm saying. So where does, where does the country go forward from this? Because even though they're, making, they're trying to make, you know, this is the whole basis behind this is make America great again and go back. You know, you Trump, Trump wants to, to replace the catapults on, um, on uh, aircraft carriers with steam again. You know what I mean? Because they're using electromagnetic catapults now, and he wants to go back to steam. You know, steam, that's the way to do it. You know what I mean? See. He wants to go back, and a lot of um, Americans want to go back. You know, because they they they're glorifying. You know, it's that thing that you're talking about, memory. Yeah. People glorifying, glorifying the, past. the past, and you can't go back. You're always, no matter, even if you try, it's it's just a different future. It's not a. Yeah, there's it, no it's way. Not a, it's, you can't are go back now. Correct. And I'd rather live in this time than previously. Okay. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know what I mean. So I'm I'm here. So go on. Um, so anyway, uh, I, I just don't see where the country's going forward after this. I think that there's going to be a lot of... It's just what will it look like. What will it look like, correct. And I just don't understand. I don't know. And whatever it is, it's, it's, um, in order for all citizens to be, to feel safe and to feel part of the country... It's going to have to make major changes. Can we agree on that? In order for all citizens to feel safe and to feel that this is their country that they live in and that, that this country truly is theirs, yes, there will there have will to, have be to be some changes. major changes yeah. made. Which will not happen. Correct. So uh, it's going to be very interesting to see where it goes forward from here. All right. Um, let's go on ahead and 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 talk about your um, the uh, um, the 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 uh, great um, tributes and, and 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 things that we can talk about to Firebrand Publishing. <laughs> I mean, Firebrand Publishing. Um, at firebrandpublishing.com. They're a spectacular book publisher. If you have a manuscript or any type of um, work that you've done, if, you want, if you're a professional in your field and you want to share your knowledge and your professionalism, and therefore, in many cases, that, that kind of makes you an expert. If you want to do these types of things, or if you have a, a story or a memoir or or a fiction or a nonfiction or a whatever it may be, Firebrand Publishing is the best. 
Are they the best? Yes. They're, they're, are they, 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 you've, you've worked with them. Yes. And, and they're spectacular at putting together professional work that will assist you in um, achieving your goal of professionalism in, in whatever product you um, have chosen to uh, produce. So, get in touch with the good folks at Firebrand Publishing today, firebrandpublishing.com. Spectacular, spectacular people. Okay, AIM, what, what do you got? I, I mean, again, we, we've lost... Uh, we have lost time here, okay? Okay. But I mean, you know, you've got you've got a, a very interesting story there, yes, of I do. of of a very um uh you know this goes in 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 the it, this flies in the face of the problems that that um, black people are having in America, and it flies in the face of the problem that. Women are having in America. See, si, senor. <laughs> <laughs> and you're speaking of. It's an article. It's an article in Topic Magazine. The artist who gave up her daughter, Camille. What do you mean, gave up her daughter? Camille Billups abandoned her four-year-old daughter <gasps> to become the artist she knew she was meant to be. 20 years later, her daughter wanted to know, why did you leave me? You know, that's the prob that's one of the problems that the, the problematic problems, problematic, the problematic problems, problems? <laughs> <laughs> of adoption, don't you think? What? The, you know, the the adopted party is always going to want to search out its biological parents and find out, you know, what the hell was the problem? What was was it my fault? Yeah. Was it something I did? Yeah. And how old was the child when she had, when she um, um, gave it up for adoption? Four. So that would really make the baby feel that it was something that they did. Correct. And there's a longing and this and that and so forth and so forth. Yeah. Who is this Camille? What's her name? Camille Billups. You know, I've heard of her. She became um, a big. She won a. She was the only black woman to win a Sundance Film Award. Um, really? In 1992, I believe. She was okay. a filmmaker. She was an artist. She grew up in Los Angeles mm -hmm. um, in the 50s, 40s. And okay. the, her family moved to Los Angeles to escape Jim Crow, the Jim Crow South. Okay. And they became a middle class black family in Los Angeles. Okay. And, um, you know, she was a teacher, and everybody's doing what they're supposed to do. They're all living in the mid black middle class cultural thing, you know okay. what I mean? And um, Camille never wanted to be a mother, but she did get pregnant in 1950-something. Okay. And she was going to go, and she was like, fine. She didn't want to get, she didn't want to be a mother, but hey, this is what happened. So right. They were going to get married. Oh, okay. And so got everything ready. They were getting to get married. She was pregnant, and then her baby daddy bounced. What? She had to call the what, Air what, Force. What, at the altar? No, at the Air Force Base. Did she, she, did she send out wedding invitations? She sent them out, but even before people got them during the mail, yeah. he was gone. He was like, God <laughs> <raised>. <laughs> Oh, 
disappeared the invisible bag. Yeah, Claude Rains. She was talking about, you know, I was looking for him. Now, why you got to look for your fiance? She oh, he just went out for a pack of cigarettes. And he never came back. He discharged himself from the Air Force and oh never to be heard from again. But she never uh, um, saw him again ever? I don't think so. Really? Did the daughter ever find him? I don't know. Okay. So she had the baby and tried to live this life or whatever, and then she met this guy. He was a professor at UCLA, and she was um, Camille was working as a teacher and doing mm-hmm. um, art sculpturing on her free time in mm-hmm. her free time. And this professor came, white guy from UCLA. He was a teacher, and he complimented her and said that she was an artist and her art was good. And really. It changed her life. Mm. And I think that's when her daughter was like two. Another white man telling, you know, telling a black woman that her art is good will generally change her life, you know? <laughs> maybe. Because, I mean, look, it is what it is, ain't it? Mm-hmm. And maybe 60s, she, she felt special mm-hmm. and she felt that she could actually be an artist. And um, he was married. He was married with oh, kids. A married white man with kids? Yep. Jesus. Um, they what started, a cluster they, F. They started having an affair, and um, short while after, she gave up her daughter. She abandoned her daughter at the children's home in Los Angeles. My goodness. And then over the years... Um, Why didn't she just give, it, give the child to a family member? Her family did want the child, but I feel like she wanted a clean break. She didn't want any... You know, let's say she gave the child up to her aunt or a sister or stuff. She would, she would always still be responsible. It, it, would, it was too close. Yeah, she they'd be telling us, so you, you need to send some money back home child, for your baby. Your child. She didn't want any responsibility. Chow. She kept saying that it was a good decision for her because she didn't want to be a mother and she wouldn't be a good mother. And you know what I think? What do you think? She was right. Really? She wouldn't have been a good mother. She okay. was a terrible mother. Okay. She had the baby, but she, she did not have anything that it took. No parental instincts. No. And, and she didn't want to. Right. You know, and that's part, that goes back to forcing women to have babies and take care of these babies. They don't want to. You right. can't force someone to do something they don't want to do. She was Correct. a terrible mother. Right. She was selfish. She did not care about taking care of a baby. Right, right. She should not be forced to. And I, although it's a hard decision, mm-hmm. she was right. She should have given her daughter up. And to tell you the truth, her daughter shouldn't have looked for her. She shouldn't have looked for her? No. Anyways, wasn't it, did, but they did a movie, didn't they? It, it was a successful reunion, wasn't it? No, Camille. It was not a successful reunion. They did a movie. They get Sundance Film Festival, all this, and it's not a good reunion. Well, Camille and Jim, her the guy, you know, her boyfriend. They um, he went to Egypt, Cairo, as a fellow, you mm-hmm. know, teaching fellow art. It was doing the. 60s and 70s, the Pan Am, African, I think Malcolm X went over there, Maya Angelou, and so she started mm-hmm. doing art and becoming an artist and, and sculpting and photography, and then I think she, she traveled all around the world becoming mm-hmm. being an artist, and they went back to the United States in the 70s, and 
um, they moved to New York City, and they mm-hmm. both got a job in CUNY, City University of New York system, okay. as teachers, and she was going to Which her. school? City, New- City of New York. Oh, City College? City College, got and it. he was with, I don't remember. And, you know, so they're doing the whole artist Yeah, they're thing. doing okay. And, you know, they got into, they bought a Soho loft, a fourth thousand square feet wow, in the middle nice. of Soho. Wow. For like eleven thousand dollars. What? I know. This is like a multi million dollar property right now. Um in the seventies in Soho and you know they, mm-hmm. they nurtured um Camille and Jim. They got married in the eighties. He left his wife and children. Wow, and, did he really? Yep. And What's her name again? Uh Camille Billups. Camille Billups and, his, and Jim Hatch. And James his, Hatch. James Hatch. James Hatch and Camille Billups. You know who she reminds me of? Frida um, Frida Kahlo. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, I go heard on. my kids say it because my kids learned about Frida Kahlo um, this past February. Yeah, yeah. And um, so they ushered in Jim Hatch and um, Christine I think Billups. they used to compare mustaches back then, didn't they? <laughs> they ushered in the black art scene in New York City. They mm-hmm. held gallery um, exhibits and mm-hmm. they did art. You know, they were just... They involved. Were the they yeah, were they were involved. The black beat. Yeah, the, the bohemians. Yeah, you know. To the 4,000 square foot loft. Yeah, they made it happen, you know. Yeah. And um, then her daughter, Krista, um, found her okay. in the 80s. And what, where was she raised? In, on the West Coast. And the daughter moved to New York City. What did her? What did her? What was her family like? Um, her 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 adoptive mother was a jazz singer. Oh, really? Yeah, and but Krista was very sad, and she really wanted to find her biological mother, and it was a big deal. And she found her biological mother, and Camille was like deer in headlights. She could never connect with her daughter, her biological daughter, on any kind of maternal level. Mm-hmm. And so she turned it into art. And they did a movie together about the, the reconciliation. And they did a documentary about their reconciliation and so mm-hmm. forth. And that's the film that won at Sundance gotcha. in 1992. But Camille was never a mother. And Krista was looking for a mother. But you know, she wasn't a mother. She did not have it. And Krista was looking for the woman who gave birth to her. She was looking for her to be a mother to her, to love her, to care for her. And she, and even in her adult age, even after all the success, even after all this, Camille made a name for herself. She still, one of the names she never made was mother. Mm-hmm. And her daughter, her daughter was looking for it and couldn't get it. And Krista should have came to the realization that it wasn't possible. It wasn't possible. Yeah. And to then go on and live her life. But it's almost like she never gave up. It was just something that was innate innate in her and she yeah. couldn't let it go. Yeah. And Christine Phillips That happens a lot, you know. What does? You know, adoptive kids that just, you know, I remember uh, my grandmother was um, abandoned by her mother. Mm-hmm. And years later, when she was like in her 50s, she found her mother okay. in Puerto Rico. 
Okay. And she um, uh, sent her a letter and uh, placed calls to her and and said that she wanted to, you know, meet her. Mm-hmm. And her mother said, no, I don't want to meet you. I don't want to see you. And that's what Christine should have done. Because you know what? You gave her up. Obviously, the way you did it, you don't want any connection. Mm-hmm. You understand what I mean? And now the adopt the, the kid that was adopted feels... Like there's a chance. Yeah, and there isn't. Yeah. Now, there was another... I read an adoptive story about this girl in China, and she had to give the baby up, and she always wanted to meet her. It was, it was a painful decision. You know, people always think that mm-hmm. women give babies up, you know, on a painful, I couldn't raise you. And sometimes that's so. And sometimes they just don't want to be a mother. Right. And I bet you if abortion was available back then, she would have She would have had one. Yeah. But you know what? Crystal was so, the daughter was so enthralled with the whole thing and just, and just totally searching for her mother and the love of her biological mother that she totally missed that she had an adoptive parent that loved her, and she had a secure family that loved her. Right. Do you understand? She missed that. She missed having a family of her own. It didn't sound like she had any kids. It didn't seem like her life was anything except trying to get the love of, of her mother. Who was not going to give it. Correct. What ended up happening to what, 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 was the, what happened? Daughter died. The daughter died? Yep. In the Bronx at about 50-something years old. Broken heart, if you ask me. Wow. She had a heart attack? Uh, They don't know. They said a heart problem. And, you know, even at 80-something years old, the mother wrote a letter to her 50-something-year-old daughter and says, don't contact me again. Like, she was straight up like, leave me alone. I don't want anything to do with you. Wow. And I think that... The idea of maternal love and biology and stuff, this idea that it's the love is just innate and natural, and this is how it's supposed to be, that, that robbed this person of a life. She should have forgot that woman. Now, here you have... Now, this is a woman who probably should not have had that child. She shouldn't have, and she didn't want to. It's just yeah. that in the 50s... What other options did Correct. she have? Correct, and they're trying to bring it back to that. And this, mm-hmm. and this is, this this is, um, this is kind of like, almost like as positive as the story Correct. can get. This is a great story. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's and it's still terrible. Also, it brought up a thing: Can women? You know, she didn't. Camille Billups did not want to be a mother. But also, she wanted to be something else. She wanted to be an artist. And she couldn't do that by being a mother. And there's this idea that's out now that women can do it all. And you can't. Impossible. You cannot achieve what men who don't have kids or even men who Who do do have have kids. kids. You are unable to put in the amount of hours needed to grow your business Mm -hmm. or go to school and Mm -hmm. this and that. Achieve great things or things that you want to do while being a mother. Now, you can have a baby. Yeah. And you can have somebody else watch your baby and care for that baby, but you can't do both. Because and even if you do, as the mother, it's different. But you can't do both. You know why? Because you're going to be taking time away from one 
or to the do other the other. Yeah, other. men can do it because men can. They're not there. Yeah. Traditionally, they're not there. They're right. not. They're out of the house. They're not required. They're really not. To and, take care of. And care. they have, and they do so without guilt. Yes. Because, because it's almost like that. They're they're fulfilling their their place. Correct. So if a woman wants to achieve anything, she cannot have a baby. Because Correct. if she does, she won't be able to put the time and effort needed in to the nurturing kid. this new career, this business, yeah. this yeah. this. She will be taken. So what is it? Is it motherly instinct that makes her say, okay, I got to get home. I got to spend time with the, my, my daughter. Why can't she have someone, uh, uh, a paid nanny or something, look after the kid and go on ahead and do business and, and so on and so forth, much like the man. The, the, in essence, I, I know I'm going to get a lot of guff for this from our listener, <laughs> but, but for, in essence, a woman is a paid nanny. She's home with the kids. She takes it to soccer. She does this. She does that. She nurtures the it's children. The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Correct? But, but that's what she is, right? Yeah. And the man is out there doing what he does to, to further his career and provide a, a decent uh, living for, uh, for his, a comfortable living for his family. Correct? Sure, that's the way the role is. Okay, so, so, so if a woman does that and she pays a nanny to do that, she's, it, it, what, it doesn't work for her? Yes, of course. Can. can a woman do that? Yes. Or is there something instinctual in a woman that is going to make her say, I've got to get home, I've got to spend time with my kids, this, no, that, and the other, that a man will no. not? There's guilt. That's there's what I'm saying. So the man has no guilt, the woman does. See, okay. because um, women, the way the roles are set up right now, it's the women's job to offer all these things to the child. Now, if you have a nanny... I mean, that will take a lot of pressure off of you, but you, but there's a couple of things. You lose something. I've had a nanny. You lose something. Yeah, the you kids do. change. The kids they do. are not your kids anymore. No, they're not. They are, but they aren't. You know, Correct. you have a nanny who's spending all this time with your kids. <laughs> They're, they're, they're somebody else's kid. And they're not somebody. It's no, just it's weird. A, you're in flux. You're in flux. Yeah. And there are, you know, the kids are going to feel funny about that. Well, why won't mommy? Why won't daddy? You know, and it's something that you have to deal with. So that's one of the, the sacrifices you can do, which is to get a nanny and try to, to reduce your guilt in not being there all the time while, as a female, you pursue some kind of professional or um, life goal, but um, if you have kids, it's, it's going to be, you're going to have to learn how to deal with guilt, because even though they're still your kids and you're taking care of them per se, because you're paying someone to, you do still feel like you're supposed to be doing this. Understood. You know what I mean? And so the only way is to get help, but how many people have money for a full-time nanny? You know, you see... Angelina and Jolie. even if you, you do, Angelina Jolie with six kids, dot, yeah. some adopted, some mm -hmm. of her own. You see these yeah. um, very wealthy people, and it's still no good because the kids are still not her kids. Correct, they're not. They they're they raised in a in a in a in almost an institutional type of of setting, so that she can pursue her career. Her career. Correct, and so you know this girl, she recognized. 
And while it's painful and it's messed up and people will have a lot to say, mm-hmm. I think she did do the right thing. She did give up that baby for adoption and try to give it a better life by giving it to someone who wanted. And look what happened. The whole thing backfired anyway. The daughter ends up dead. The mother ends up, what, uh, dementia? Correct. You know what I mean? It's it's insane. um, uh, Because Billups, what's her first name again? Camille. Camille Billups is still alive now. Yes, and her daughter died. Yeah, she's alive. The daughter's dead, but she's having mental issues. Correct. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Of the, the immense guilt. Yeah. You know, it's it's just not good for anyone. Yeah. You know, but um, the point is that if you have a kid, it's it's extremely difficult for a woman to try and make anything happen because, you know, if you if you if your mother raises them, you didn't raise them. That's it's your kid, but you didn't raise them. This I'm wow. telling you, I've seen the disconnect. Or between when I had a nanny and now. It's very different. Very different. I see, I see it quite clearly. Do you understand what I mean? Yes. I see it differently. How can I explain it? I, I can't really find the words, but there is a disconnect. There is. Between you as a mom when you It's the interaction that you have. That nanny is never going to interact with your kids the way that and you do. And lose something. First of all, it's a nanny. It's not you. Yeah. They're doing it for money. But and even if they, they like the, the kids, it's not you. It's not you so right. your kids are not getting your personality, your jokes, your, your input. Yeah, your input. Yeah. You know what I mean? So a lot of And all they are is little computer machines, recording machine devices anyway. Correct. And they're not getting your family essence. Right. You know what I mean? They're getting the nanny's essence. They're getting right. the person they're around. Correct. So you can get with them, and next thing you know, they're laughing at things that you don't think is funny. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> they have a different value system. Different sense of humor. You understand? And this is what happens when you have a nanny. Now, yeah. as a woman, if you want, if you have kids and you want to achieve something, you need to wait. That's one of the things. That it would be one of the sacrifices that you would have to put on the table. Which is? You might not have the same sense of humor as your kids. And value system, and right and wrong. Correct. And, you know, there might become a time where you guys get back together and it's not as comfortable Correct. as you would want it to be. And you can't go, and you can't walk in at that time and lay down the law, so but to speak. But there are so many people that do. Yeah. Like, for instance, I... You really shouldn't be laying down the law at any point, to be honest with you. Like, I, I grew up, I was born in Jamaica, and I grew up in Jamaica until I was six. Correct. My mother was not in Jamaica with me. Right. And I went to America when I was um, a week before my seventh birthday. So that's seven years, let's say, with a nanny. Right. I don't know her. Right. Seven years. Right. And when I moved to America, I think she expected a daughter. Right. She expected me to have behaved and acted like we uh, were like you've together been together all this time. That's right. Years. She's looking at other people and their daughters. And, and expecting our relationship to just to be, be like that just all of a sudden. Bang. It doesn't work like that. And then she, I, got, and then she got angry. I didn't know her. Yeah. She didn't know me. Right. So instead of us working, on, I mean, I'm seven, what do I know? Instead of her recognizing that we don't know each other, and just depending 
on the maternal blood bond that she gave birth to me to create this mother-daughter relationship. Right. She should have tried to create that mother-daughter relationship, but she was expecting something, and she was expecting me to give her something I couldn't. Right. And then you she, know? And then when and I got, got shy. I got shy. I right. Remember, I remember for like a year, I, wouldn't, I didn't talk right. to her or anyone else. Right. You know, that's how intense it was for me. I didn't right. talk, and I think she took offense to that and got angry about right. that. You understand? And She's a damn genius, isn't not, she? And you know what? It's not just her. I've, there's other people where I was watching Love and Hip Hop or um, Harlem Inc. or in one of these shows. Where Love and Hip Hop? Yeah, yeah, baby. I remember Love and Hip Hop. Like Harlem Inc. or Harlem. Okay, I remember that too. I never really watched that show. I don't watch it anymore. But it was about a girl who gave up her son. And and, and, I remember that. The um, he was older. He was like in his twenties or thirties or something. Yeah. When she and after twenty years of him being raised by whomever, she wants you know, and her living her life and doing tattoos and going all over the place. And now Mm -hmm. when he's an adult. She, you know, is getting back to him with him somehow, and she's expecting all of these things from him. Right. She expects him to be grateful for what? I don't know. She's ex- because she's the mother. So right. she just wants that status. You want, she yes, wants the respect. status of being she treated as the, mother. She wants all the things that comes with being treated as mother when you weren't a mother. Right. And then when she doesn't get it, and when he looks at her sideways, talking about who are you? Right. You understand? He's got hurt. He's got right. pain. He feels abandoned, right. and she is just brushing all of that off and saying, "My son, my son, my son, what? Yeah, you're not my mother." And she's he getting upset because he's not treating her with the reverence of a loved and cherished mother. Correct. So you know. It's it's not the same for women. You if you're yeah. gonna have a kid, man, that's you're kind Whereas of Whereas I could I could bounce for ten years and come back and it'd be like, Daddy's yeah. back. Yeah, they kinda. They might <laughs> yeah. look at you side eye and shit, but yeah. Yeah. But for a mother it's totally different. Totally different. So, you know, forcing people to, to forcing women to have babies is ridiculous, firstly. Yeah. Secondly, if you want to do anything professional and stuff like that with your life, having a baby is not detrimental. Help you. Yeah, it is detrimental. And then you might say, well, look at you. Right. Okay? Right. Well, I told you what happened with the nanny. Yeah. So I did experience right. that disconnect. Right. And now we don't have nannies. Right. And now we're with our kids all the time. Right. And it's damn near impossible. It is. Uh, it is impossible. And what I've had to learn is to accept down. the fact that, that you're going to your earning potential has dropped by eighty percent. Yes, you have to do. You have to make a decision. Yeah, you and really you do. Have to be okay with it. Yes, because you really do. Before I used to be like, I need to do this for work, and I need to do that, and I need to this, and I need to do that. But you know, my son is sick, my daughter is sick, or my daughter wants to talk. Yes. Just to talk. Or uh, my son wants yesterday to Yesterday you were on the phone with her on the when she was on the bus for, what, an hour? Just to talk. God. You know, my, my I got son, things to do. My son goes in his toy box and just gets a handful of toys, okay, random stuff, walks into the, into the um, office where Gregory is working, 
drops all the toys on the table and demands him to play, play with, with him. him. That's right. You know, they just want to play. Yeah. And it's almost like we have to make a decision whether we're going to be annoyed at that because we have to work, we have to this. Right. But you know what? We love them. And they're our Correct. kids. And these times do not come back. No, they don't come back. So we, have, we do have to make choices and hard decisions and either put aside some money right, or put aside some love and attention. And right. we have to make that decision every single day. day. And so far, it's always the money's always suffered <laughs> up to this point. <laughs> I can honestly say that because you and and you know why the money has suffered because not only do I love my kids but I really like them and you like them because you spent time with them and okay. there you go yeah. you know and the difference between having a nanny and not is the like factor yeah. because when they don't spend time with you and when you guys don't feed off each other and yeah. and, and develop that relationship, yeah. it's going to be a lot easier not to like them because they're going to be different from you. Right, right, right. So you got to get a nanny that you really like. Right. Otherwise, that nanny will impart who they are on your kids and right. you can end up not liking them. Right, right. We are like an hour and 20 minutes. Are we really? You're kidding me. I am not. Okay. All right, everybody. <laughs> I could go on on this for a, a long time, but you know, this I really like them. They're good people. They're fun. They make me laugh. They're both. They both have a really insane sense of humor. Because we've put the time in. Yeah, yeah, and the, it, it's you know, and they've got to be kind of clever. You have to be clever to have a really good sense of humor, and and especially to make me laugh. You know, I'm not a I'm not a a slapstick laugh type of person. It's got to be clever. Yesterday, um, Sinise was in the bedroom and she was doing her homework. And I was like, wow, Sydney, you look so pretty. Look at you. You are so gorgeous. Oh, my God. And I'm gushing over her. She looks up at me with a serious face and says, build me a shrine because I'm pretty. <laughs> I burst out laughing. Unbelievable. It's amazing. 12 years old. My son. Unbelievable. Is, we're in the bed before um, getting into, we're in the bed, um, getting them ready for bed. And Sydney's growing into a lady, a girl, and she's getting boobs and getting breasts. And she's really embarrassed about it. Yeah. And, you know, I'm like, look at your breasts growing, Sydney. She's like, no, I don't have any breasts. You don't look nothing. And I'm like, Sydney. Regardless of what you want and if you're embarrassed, it's happening, okay? You know, you got, you, you got breasts, okay? And then out of the blue, my little son is going to look over at Sydney and say, Tough tits, Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> you got boobies. Deal with it. I think I fell out of the bed. <laughs> I love those two dumb skulls. Amazing people. They really are. They're developing into... The, you know, great company, great people, love them to death. Hey, everybody, you know, uh, our engineer, uh, I was wondering why she just walked out, <laughs> and, and we haven't seen her. 
she came back and uh, with a sandwich in her head. I guess she went down to the street to go get something to eat or something. I don't know. But um, it's it's been a real pleasure, and uh, as always. And um, don't forget uh, www.firebrandpublishing.com. And, and um, I hear that your webinar will be coming out soon. So we'll go on ahead and uh, push that when the time comes. And um, please pass us on in social media. Let, you know, just share us with some people and, and make sure that folks understand what we're doing and who we are here. And, and uh, we'd like to, you know, we'd really like to reach as many people as possible. We think we've, we've got something here that, that will add something pleasant to people's day. And that's what we're trying. We're not trying to rule the world. We're not trying to influence politically. We're not trying to... We're just trying to make people's day a little bit better. That's what... That's what that's, maybe we should change the name of the, of the show to Making People's Day a Little Bit Better. <laughs> anyway, um, thanks very much for joining us. And um, we're, this is it. Uh, it's Thursday, May 30th, uh, 2019. It's bright sunshine outside. It is just beautiful out here today. Have you seen the day, the weather, how oh it's been God, today? Oh, my God. Did you really bring up the weather, Greg? What? Ten seconds. Still, it's a beautiful day. It's hot as heck in the south United States, the northern United States. Is starting to be spring. The West Coast is always between 70 and 80 degrees. Europe is uh, starting to be spring. It's cold in the north, warm in the south, like it always is. <laughs> I don't. It I, doesn't what? matter. What Everybody is, knows what the temperature is going to be. No, I'm not, if you're I, in I, Scotland, it's probably raining. Okay? No, I, I England, you're going to have a rain, rain, maybe rain, maybe not. Depends on what the weather um, decides to do. And the meteorologist has no idea. All right? <laughs> People in the south of Spain, it's beach weather. About 80 degrees, 75, 80. Yeah. If you're from the northern Europe, you'll love to go in the water right now. Right. Africa is hot. Yes, it is. Ghana is hot. In India they, is they, hot. They've got, they've got open uh, uh, the call back to Ghana. Uh -huh. Yeah, you better take a fan with you because it is hot in, in Ghana. In Australia, boy. They're probably, it's probably fall yeah, yeah, right yeah. now, so it's probably beautiful weather. Yeah. yeah. There you have it. Yeah. I haven't um, looked at a weather. Um, yeah, 100 degrees in Augusta, Georgia. Oh, this it's hot. <laughs> what is the temperature? Hot. <laughs> okay, everybody. But uh, I just wanted to say that it's very pleasant here in Boston. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it, it's been a, a real pleasure. Um, we'll see you guys on Monday. Have a great weekend.